0: I'm Tom Whalen. I'm Jay day I'm Jay day and the day-home team of real estate teams with our weekly real estate podcast, the state of the market, up-to-date info that you need. We're going back to our stats right now, right?
1: Yeah, and I apologize. Last week, uh, we had to take a little bit of a breather. I was in a crazy travel mode between being in Louisville with a real estate convention and then also... Uh, Another real estate convention in Tampa, so we had to we had to take a breather. Doing these things remote over the phone just does it's not the same. What's going on at these conventions? What's uh, what's trending
0: these days? Uh, what's what's pretty much been trending around here?
1: Yeah, and you know everyone sort of talk about what's going on with the market, trying to predict everything, talking about the changes in interest rates. You know more than any of these people do. I, man. You know more than any of these people. Nobody could tell you a thing, man. I, I'm telling you, we deal with the top agents across the U.S. and some of the insight we get. One of the things that we haven't seen here as much that's uh, quite interesting, we're with some friends in um, Colorado, and there's big corporate entities that are actually coming in and buying entire single-family home subdivisions and townhome subdivisions, like buying 60 homes at a pop. Um. So they're they're seeing that as an asset. This is going to pay off for us one day. No, they're turning them all into rentals. Oh, is that
0: right? Yeah, man. That's no. I've not seen anything like that. Yeah, we don't
1: see anything massive like that around here. But we've had some friends in Florida, Colorado, some other states, and I'm talking. They're picking up, you know, sixty units at a time. Um. And in Colorado, they were saying that you know there's a some of the sales. When they look back, it was like forty percent of their sales were to large corporate entities that were converting them into uh, rentals. Do you see anything like that in this area, or is that not not so massive like that? No, Um, we do see stuff that's going that way, but not not to that level where they literally come in and buy an entire subdivision. I've not seen that here, so it's it's interesting to see that. And you know, then we all sort of talk about how the rates are impacting sales, what we're seeing. Are we getting less offers, more offers? Is the inventory dropping? Is it increasing? Are prices being adjusted? So it's you know these uh, these events are very helpful because it gives insight of what's happening across you know the United States. So you know, but you know, let's focus here on on our wonderful place. We've got enough. Well, that is one of the other funny things too, because when we get introduced and we you know talk or talk with people at these events, they don't understand how small our market is. So, when we talk about multiple states, like when you mentioned that to people in Colorado, California, they look at us like we're crazy. Because yeah, they drive for
0: days before they cross the state line. Yeah,
1: exactly. They're like, what are you talking about? We can't even go to a different county. Um, so, when we show them how tight and how close everything is, it's always a little surprising to them. So, for stats this time, I wanted to look at them two different ways. We're going to compare what we had at the end of April to what we were showing on um, – Thursday. So not today but yesterday, we'll pull some stats and give you some details on that. And then we're going to look at the stats from May of 2021 to May of 2022. So we can see post-pandemic, I guess we can sort of say that. Um, you know, what what is happening. So if we compare the last month to uh this month, I mean, you can see my sheet here, almost everything is in green. So, what we're seeing is Carroll County, Frederick County, Washington County, Adams Berkeley and Jefferson all have more homes that are in coming soon and active than we did the last time we chatted. And the last time we chatted, all of those counties, including Franklin County, had more inventory than we had two weeks prior. So we're seeing inventory is increasing. The only uh, county that we didn't have an increase was Franklin County, and we didn't have a decrease either. It was literally 135 properties available.
0: These are people putting signs out in front of their homes.
1: Yes. Yes. So. I mean, to give you an idea, you know, Frederick County, we're at 290. The last time we chatted, which was back at the end of April, it was 232. So, we're seeing the the inventory tick up. Now, contracts, you know, when we're looking at contracts compared to last month, um, we're looking here and we see Carroll, Frederick, uh, Franklin, Berkeley, and Jefferson counties. All of those had an increase in in contracts. The only county that had a decrease in homes that went under contract was Washington County. And then Adams County had the same amount of homes under contract as they did the last time we chatted. So, for example, um, in Frederick County, back at the end of April, we had 472 homes. And this time, as of yesterday, we had 480 homes. Now, let's look at what's sold. And when I say sold, that means it's closed. They actually went to the settlement table. It went from one owner to the next. And when I pull those numbers, it's in the last 30 days. So when we talked at the end of April, they were all increased from before, except for uh, it looks like Franklin County was down. Now, when I'm looking as of yesterday, 519, uh, Carroll County was up. Frederick County was up. Adams County was up. Franklin County was up. Berkeley County was up. Jefferson County was up. And Washington County was equal to a month ago. So, what this is showing is we are starting to see on average a little bit more inventory, but we're also seeing more home sell so what that's saying is you know we're still in a situation where there's a limited inventory and the buyer demand is still there, even with interest rates the way that they have increased so the real interesting thing is, and I didn't expect this at all to be honest with you um I know you know during the pandemic we had it was a slowdown in some ways. But um, these numbers are really going to shock you, I think. So I'm comparing uh, five twenty, twenty twenty one to five nineteen, twenty twenty two. So, and I want to get into these because I think these are a little more interesting. Uh, Carroll County had one hundred and seventy three homes that were available back in twenty twenty one. Now, as of yesterday, a hundred and fifty. So less homes available than during the COVID uh, situation. Frederick County had two hundred and thirty eight. Um, And now we have 290. So Frederick County, we have more inventory than we did then. Um, We go back and we've got Washington County. They had 173. Now we're 175. Adams County was 74. Now we're at 105. Franklin County was at 156. Now we're at 135. So there's a decrease there. Berkeley County was 120. Um, Now we're at 169. Jefferson County was 79, and now we're at 66. So it's a mixed match. I mean, there's some that are more inventory, some that are less. This is the part that got me the most, though contracts. In Carroll County, back in 2021, May 20th, 325 homes under contract. As of yesterday in Carroll County, 278. A lot less homes that are under contract. Um, Frederick County was 638. And now this year, as of yesterday, 480. So from 638 to 480. That's
0: a lot less homes under contract.
1: Yeah. Washington County, 333, now 255. Um, Adams, 218, now 164. Franklin, 351, now 256. Berkeley, 326, now 281. Jefferson, 173, now 128. So every single county is down in contracts when you compare... The end of May, uh, you know, almost the end of May, the twenty-first or nineteenth, all compared back to the twentieth of last year. That one really surprised me. That's I mean, we didn't have green in any of those. It's the contracts are down, period.
0: That just means there are, people just aren't being able to able to. They're they're not financing.
1: They're not being able to come through at the end. They're, no, they're just not. There's just not as many homes going under contract. So, I mean, and it's interesting. So we can look at numbers and we can talk statistics all day long. But, you know, in real-life situation, what we're seeing now – and, again, there's pockets. So, you know, and I mentioned this before, like, new market is still sort of crazy right now. Um, but there are pockets. So, what we're seeing – and we'll get into this in more detail in the next podcast – but we are seeing inventory numbers are ticking up a little bit. The days on market are ticking up a little bit. And the interest rates have ticked up a lot. We talked about that on the last podcast from, from where they were. You know, we're in the fives and you know, sometimes we're seeing some in the in the low sixes, and you know, we're going from you know the low threes, so they've almost doubled. Um, so we're seeing a big change with that. And typically what normally happens is when you see the interest rates go up, the sales prices go down. But guess what's not happening? The sales prices are still not going down. We're still seeing an increase in sales price. But for example, let's say that you were gonna sell your house. And we were going to list it maybe you know six months ago, and I'm just talking in hypotheticals here. Is let's say your house would have sold for five hundred thousand, or your neighbor's house sold for five hundred thousand then, and then we would have probably tested the waters and maybe tried to sell yours for five twenty five, and it probably would have got five twenty five or maybe more. Now, if your neighbor's house sells for that, you're not seeing that big jump, that big appreciation but you know maybe it sold for 500 now yours will sell for 505 but it's not selling for 495 it's not dropping but it's not having these quantum leaps to the next level if that makes sense sure i so, understand and and it's making it really interesting like i said we're going to talk about it in the next podcast because you know anyone that listens to the news or anyone that leaves their house you know gas prices are up groceries are up people are talking about inflation recession so, you know, what does that do for real estate is really the big question. And, you know, we're going to talk about that a little bit. We're going to talk about you know, if you're if you're a buyer, if you've been on the fence for a while, you know, should you wait? Are you going to see prices decrease or they continue to increase? What's going to happen with the interest rates? Again, I don't have a crystal ball, but I'll give my opinion. And you're we can pretty talk good about, at it.
0: You're pretty good at
1: it. Uh, we, we've been doing pretty good with predicting what's going to happen. Um and i'm going to look at historical data and we're going to go over some things but you know the bottom line is if you're out there and you're thinking about buying or selling in my opinion it is still a good time um selling you're going to you know you're still going to get a great amount of money your house may not sell in 3 days it may take you know 10 you're not going to get 20 offers you may get 3 but you're still going to get you know some really high numbers and if you're a buyer you know, yes, interest rates are up from where they were. But if you waited, you know, there's not much you can really do. And we're going to talk on the next podcast of where interest rates were before. We're still low. It's just everyone got spoiled and was used to these numbers that were in the threes and we're not there anymore. But there's no sign that the interest rates are going to drop. So if you're thinking about it and waiting for things to adjust, that may not be the smartest move. But, you know, you can reach out to us at any time. You can go to our website, dayhometeam.com. Fill out a form on there. We'll be more than happy to chat with you. And, again, it's no obligation. We're not forcing anybody to do anything. We'll respect everyone's opinion. I get people that say, I'm waiting for the market to crash. I'm waiting for this to happen. I'm waiting for the bubble to burst. And if they don't want to discuss, you know, why I don't think the bubble's going to burst, we're not going to push anybody to do anything. We're like, okay, we respect your thoughts. And, you know, feel free. Play on our website. Ask us questions at any time. And when you feel comfortable, let us know, and we'll jump in and help. You got a home of the week? I do. Um, our, so this one is out in Emmitsburg, 17449 Irish Town Road. Uh, this one literally just came on the market today, $550,000. i will give you some details on it. So one level living at its best. It's a ranch-style home on 15.53 private acres showcasing uh, stunning mountain views. Interior highlights of the home include hardwood floors, large windows, giving tons of natural light, Um, an office with built-in shelving, cathedral ceilings, and a finished basement. The L-shaped deck is a great place to enjoy sunsets and sunrises. The property includes a detached oversized garage, a storage shed, fenced rear yard, and two additional fenced areas, convenient access to Emmitsburg amenities and Frederick and Gettysburg. Again, 15-plus acres in Frederick County, 550000 The house is move-in ready. Go to WFRE.com. Look up Tom and James Real Estate Podcast. You'll see the house of the week. You'll see all the photos. If you like what you see, you can call us. You can click right there, and we'll stay scheduled a tour, and one of our buyer specialists will get in touch with you. I'm
0: Tom Whalen. I'm Jay Day. I'm Day and the day home team of Real Estate Teams. Weekly Real Estate Podcast. Thank you for listening. Tell your friends all about it.